is David Birnbaum. Welcome to The Safe Space. My guest today is Pete Lestraco. Pete is a, let's call it, drinking buddy from university. But he's also a professional engineer. This was a really interesting conversation and one I was really excited for leading into it because I've been re- I've been struggling quite a bit to understand the proper context of why I used to drink as much as I did. And I used to drink a lot in university. Pete's very open about this, about our drinking habits and about the value he thinks we got from the, those experiences. It was really a good conversation and and actually changed my perspective or expanded it quite a bit around drinking culture as such. You know, whether or not you partied in university, if you really want to understand why people do it, why people live that stereotypical university experience, I think Pete provides a lot of insight into at least his view of it. And I don't know if I fully agree yet, but it definitely helped me have more data points, have more information to start formulating my opinion. And I also think it's really great that Pete, as you know, a, a 30-year-old professional working in his field, is willing to so openly talk about what he used to do in his youth. And we also talk about his approach to alcohol and partying now. I, I just found it a really interesting and quite enjoyable conversation, and I think you will too. As always, please subscribe on YouTube or your favorite podcasting app and consider supporting the show at thesafespace.ca. Hey, Pete, how's it going? Hey, pretty good. Yourself? Good. Uh, I really appreciate you joining me today. I'm excited for this conversation because you and I have a common ancestry or a common background in our Waterloo engineering roots. Um, that's how we yeah. know each other. But when when we were both students, we knew each other through a particular vein in particular, which was kind of like the drinking culture there. Um, and I really want to talk about it as a grown up, let's say, as if as an actual adult, because back then I wasn't. I don't know if you think you were, but like it's a very interesting, you know, environment and an interesting culture. Um, and so I really want to kind of explore it, um, both to understand it better and to kind of shed light on it. Cause I think a lot of people don't understand what sometimes goes on in like the real depths of it. Um, and so just bringing it up, what, bringing that up broadly and sort of half vaguely, what comes to mind for you about like that time in our lives and like the drinking culture and, and some of the stuff that went on? Well, you you know what? I think it's all the TV and everything that you watch growing up and you see all these videos and stuff about like colleges and universities being a party the entire time. And and it's like you almost want to emulate that because like that's what you your picture of what college and university would be like. But at the same time, like Waterloo is a was a difficult program in engineering. There's a lot of work that you had to do. And to be honest, a lot of that was really just you wanted to blow off some steam and you wanted to take a break and make sure you're getting that college experience that you saw on TV and, and movies. Right. Yeah. No, I think that makes sense. And I was like, I, it impresses many people uh, how accurately I managed to actually have that kind of TV like experience. Right. Cause especially for uh, universities in Canada, there's not really frats and frat culture, but we definitely had that to a large degree. And it surprises most people I talk to, and especially for Waterloo engineering. Um, and But what I'm also particularly interested in is the idea, because, you know, I have my own views about 
you know, whether or not I should have been doing that at that time. And I think each person is different, but I also think it's an interesting connection to even though I could do that stuff then, I can still be a fully functioning professional adult now. And I can admit that I did that stuff then as well, right? And so that's an interesting dynamic too. But have you met many people from other universities who had that kind of real, like stereotypical party experience? Well, I, I, yeah, I, I've kind of felt that too, too. Like a lot of my friends growing up though, they actually went to local university. So I actually feel like they missed out on a lot of those experience. Like they lived at home with their parents the entire time. And yeah, you save some money that way, but like going out on your own in, in a dorm, learning how to do laundry and all that kind of stuff. Right. That's like almost part of the process in, in this, but yeah, I, I feel like one thing that some of the other universities do have is that uh, pro- like the program may, like some, there are definitely difficult programs out there, but at Waterloo is like, you almost had to, to take some time to actually buckle down and actually get that work done. But it's, uh, but yeah, I've, um, I mean, I haven't heard of any kind of like what you see in the movies and, and TV is what you're talking about. Like that almost blew it out of proportion. And like you said, we did have uh, the, like there were from frat parties, there's keggers and all this kind of stuff going on that uh, that was definitely fun to be a part of that. And uh, it just wasn't, wasn't as crazy as I thought, to be honest. Right. And so before we dive into some specifics um, of the, 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 stuff that was crazy. I'm interested because there's a lot of people I know who wouldn't be comfortable to talk about it, right? You're a professional engineer, you know, you're building a career and I have some ridiculous Pete stories that I know, right? And (laughs) there's a lot of ridiculous David stories too. And I think it's important to talk about, but I'm interested, you know, why why are you willing to talk about it? And do you think it's important or just it's a fact and why not? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think it was just, it was like a part of who I am was back then. Like I was having a good time and I was like definitely working hard. Like I took my schoolwork seriously, but at the same time, I wanted to make sure I enjoyed those years because yeah, you're going to get older, you're going to get a job and you're going to have to start buckling down. Right. And, and I obviously don't party even nearly as much as I used to. So it's, uh, it's almost like, yeah, you're kind of like reminiscing, I guess, in the glory years, if you want to call it that, but it's right. And do you have any concerns though? Cause some people do about like, if stuff from your past comes out, it could like, uh, ruin your job opportunities or your career. And I mean, it's not like we did actually negative things but in especially in today's climate and it's like oh you partied that hard this guy must still be a buffoon or whatever and it's like that mindset i think does exist so is that you know a concern for you it i i could i can kind of see that a little bit but at the same time like i feel like working six years full-time now i built a lot of strong relationships with my clients with my bosses and and really kind of like cemented like my work and my, and my, like my work ethic and, and the quality of work that uh, to be honest, I don't think it would, it would really tarnish much of much of who I am today. Cause I am, I am a different person. I think I've obviously matured now. Um, I mean, just working full time, become a professional engineer, you kind of, that, that's kind of what happens, but uh, yeah, I have no ill fate talking about my, my past just cause I mean, yeah, they were some fun times and uh, you've, you, you ever once in a while, it's good to look back just to see, uh, see what happened there, right? 
Yeah, and for me as well, I don't think I'd want to work with or for people who couldn't separate that out, who assumed like if I did dumb stuff as a young adult in university, that somehow is like a black mark on my soul forever, right? Like, and especially I've chosen to mature. Some people don't, right? It's not like it's taken for granted that I'm this person. I, I decided to be this person instead of that person as well, which I think is a big, a big thing. But to get into it, because I really want to kind of start a conversation generally about the culture in Canadian in universities as such, and especially that party culture, you know, some people would call it toxic sometimes, like it, it can cause issues and it's a very unique ecosystem. I think someone said uh, once, like you take a bunch of 20 year olds, have them away from home for the first time, drown them in booze and expect things to just work out without any guidelines or something, right? Um, and so, I mean, the, what comes to mind in particular are two, two of the, like, let's call it big events that we would have. So boat racing and dusted, right? And so these are two events that are literally designed for people to drink as much as humanly possible, right? Um, so dusted is drink unsuspecting small town establishment dry. So go somewhere and drink as, try and drink everything. And boat racing is beer on a table. And it's the way I explain it. Typically, it's, you know, drink a pint of beer in teams of five as fast as you can. And if you want to win the whole tournament, you probably have to drink 15 pints of beer in five hours as fast as you can. <laughs> That's um, probably accurate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so if I may, the, the most vivid memory I have of you is from a boat racing where we were debating whether or not to call an ambulance for you. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, and, <laughs> that and, about right. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, I've had experiences like that too, where it's like you're really drinking to a point of your friends wondering what they should do with you. And I'm wondering, one, what do you think about a culture that that's a thing? And also, how did you and how do you now think about limits, right? Because at the time I had no limits. I, I didn't know what limits were and that seemed to be incentivized in the culture. But I'm really interested in your thoughts generally. Yeah, well, I, I feel like you almost were kind of proud with how much you could drink back then. And I, I don't know if that was the main driving force, but yeah, there's almost no sense of limit, right? Like you don't, you have no like you don't know, like you just keep going and it's just like, well, everyone else is doing it. I want to fit in and I want to, I want to have a good time kind of thing. Right. And, and obviously as you mature, like, it's almost like, well, do I really want to spend that much money on alcohol or do I want to even get that drunk where I don't remember these, these moments anymore? Like it's uh, you definitely have a different perspective, I think over the years. Yeah. And back then it was almost like, I liked the nights I couldn't remember. I have friends who still like love the idea of to the nights we'll never forget, but never remember. Yeah. And they still like that. And I couldn't imagine still having that view, but that was very much the view then, right? And it was just like, how hard can we go? And it was almost, yeah, a badge of honor. Oh, I had the hot, I, they called the ambulance on me. I didn't need it though. I was okay, right? And yeah. it was like this very bizarre badge of honor. And it was like, I think it was a lot of like of a weird manifestation of machioso as well, right? Like how much I, I how much can I drink? I don't need a hospital. I can just puke it up. I'm a man or whatever, right? 
Well, I remember that one races too. And the funny thing about that races was that it was, it was where you don't actually, you weren't joining your own team on that, on that, on that race. Right. You actually were, it was a free agent races. And I actually did get partnered with a bunch of people that were doing it for the first time. And so I had to drink more just, just to compensate for them too. Right. So that didn't help the issue, but it's uh, yeah, it's at that point in time, like, you don't really care, I guess, what people think or what happened. You're just like, oh, whatever. Like if you're, you have that student mentality, right? Right. And that's what I really want to hone in on and talk about is this student mentality. Because for me, like I, a lot of people did still really take school seriously. Right. And I think the work hard, play hard thing, like it's a really tough program and you want to blow off steam, but I'm really wondering, like, it's a bunch of people without any guidance try like just like it's hedonism i would call it right it's just really people do whatever they want and some people do a lot more and a lot you know grosser or more intense things and some people don't and i felt always you were kind of like pretty level generally speaking there was a lot of people who did a lot more like messed up stuff than you from what i remember but what do you think of the fact that like we just took that for granted or maybe still do that like well this is just the student culture because you know, I, I really struggle with, you know, my back, my history. And like, I know it was, I was, it was fun. And, you know, I was having a good time, but like, was it really actually valuable? Why did I think that was the way to have fun? Yeah. You, you know what, like, I feel like, like going back to that first point that I made where you kind of have this vision of what university and college is when, when you joined and you kind of have that mentality going in and everybody else has that mentality too. So at some point you're almost like, this is the way I meet people in university. Cause otherwise you're just like, how do I meet a person? I guess I can be in their class and we can be studying together kind of thing, but I don't want to be like one dimensional studying all the time. I want to, I want to go out drinking. I want to, I want to go to these parties kind of thing. And and that actually became the way that I met. I even like some of my friends to this day that I still talk to regularly. So it's, uh, it's, yeah, it, it's, it's interesting because like, I, I don't think I would take that back because of who I met. But then as you go on in university, you kind of look like, you know, you know what, like maybe I would have been in better shape to this day if I didn't continue to drink like that all the way through university. Like after you met this main group, you've had some good memories, like, Maybe you could take it easier on those later parties, but uh, it uh, it didn't really happen that way, I guess. And at what point, like, do we start to assess it and change it? Because, yeah, you go into university and it's like, yeah, this is what I wanted. And I mean, definitely it was a minority out of 6,000 engineering students, right? Like, I had lots of friends who were there to study and I couldn't understand their life at all. And they couldn't understand my life at all. It was two different worlds. Um, but at what point, you know, do people start to think, cause there used to be a joke. I'm not an alcoholic until I graduate. Yeah. Right. But I, I'm interested in, yeah. How was that thought process like of leaving that culture behind? Yeah. I think like, once you start working, like you're, you're dealing with all these people that are just, they're mature They're It's in the industry. Now you're not dealing with students. And, and as you, as you grow, like in the fourth year, fifth year later in university, like the people that 
you're hanging around or seeing on a daily basis are people that are just starting university possibly. And they're like, their mature levels, they're that same, uh, same mentality as when you first joined and you're just like, all they want to do is party. And it's like, well, if I want to get along with this person, that's what I need to do as well. And it's, to, to be honest, it's, I think that's kind of the only thing on your mind a lot of times, like once, once you, like, obviously you're getting, getting your work done, you have a lot of studying to do, especially during exams. And I think a lot of people in engineering appreciated that, right? Like, I think it was a very good, um, like disciplined kind of core people in engineering that knew when to party and, and then also knew when they needed to focus on work. And, and that's what I liked, liked about it, to be honest, because the, having that balance was was key, um, but go, going back to your questions, you're you're, you're saying how how what do I think to this day? I guess on or, that when was yeah I think you covered it for the most part. Like it's about that transition in thinking, right? Because I mean I've always personally just struggled with transitions in thinking, right? Because to me it's like these are the principles. I'm a party guy or whatever, and it's like well. And then if I'm not a party guy anymore, why was I ever a party guy, right? And so that's kind of the process I go through. And I think everyone does at some point, right? They, they shift their mindset, they shift their priorities. And so I'm, yeah, I'm kind of interested in, you know, any insights you have into that process and what the actual, when you, like why and when you decided, like, no, I'm not gonna do this more. Was it just, I graduated and there's no opportunity anymore? Or was it before? Because that's kind of, I'm really obsessed with why is this such a big culture in university generally? Yeah, well, I, yeah, I guess, well, yeah, one of the big things is having to work at 8 a.m. Monday to Friday, right? And, and in university, especially in the later, the later years, I don't know about you, but I, I think I started class at like noon on some days. And it's like, well, right. you know what? I could still function in class and go out and have a great time this night. And well, so I want to push back then because like if you started work at noon every day, if you had the flexibility of schedule, because like I do, I have I have a convenient schedule, uh, you know, remote working, my company's based out West, right? So if if there wasn't that excuse, are you still a party guy at heart? Because I feel for me, at least there's other changes than just kind of demands of life. Yeah, well, you know what? I, I, the re main reason I think why I wouldn't be considered a party guy anymore, like I like to blow off steam maybe on a weekend, you have a good cottage weekend or something like that. But the main thing for me was just like health, I think. Like I just felt better not drinking or not going out and like getting more sleep and like eating better and and all all of those things kind of just like, you know what, maybe you have some good stories that one night, but you know what, I'll feel better on the whole week long basis. If I'm not doing that all the time, like, it's nice to have it like once a month or something like that, right? Because you get together with all your all your buddies, maybe some guys you haven't seen in a long time. But that I think was one of the big things for me. And the other thing about university too, is that it's kind of, it's kind of good, like doing all this partying and, and and drinking because you you almost know your you learn your limits i guess of your body as well and i'm not saying like that was my main key to going into university was to do that because obviously i was there to get a degree and get it to find the job that like i slotted into but that was the other interesting thing because i kind of learned a bit about myself now and it's easier to kind of control yourself now knowing your like body's limits and where you feel like where you feel good and where you start feeling bad right 
Yeah. And I think I'd extend that beyond just the actual consumption of alcohol. It's like there's this idea of people need to go out, explore and test their limits generally. And like in the traditional society, we don't have that opportunity. And it's almost like partying is the one acceptable way to really push our limits. And I don't necessarily think it's the healthiest way. And like, that's what I'm interested in exploring. But for me, I didn't have other outlets. I needed to test my limits. I needed that was part of growing up is what can I do? And pushing my physical limits, drinking was a convenient way to do that, even though it wasn't healthy, but there weren't really any other opportunities. And so I think that's a really important point that I hadn't had at the fore of my mind is it's really, it. there was some value to it. I have a very kind of disvalue view of it, but I'm trying to figure out why it happens so much because it can't just perpetuate if there's no value. And so it's interesting that I really do think, and it also, the drinking lowers your inhibitions such that you can just generally test your limits a bit more, right? You can push yourself, you can challenge yourself because yeah. you're taught to not do that in a lot of other settings. Yeah, no, that's, that's, that is true. Like you kind of like, you can kind of take a step out of, out of reality and kind of, and, and act differently. Right. And I'm not fucking saying drinking is an excuse to act differently, but it kind of gives you that ability, I guess, if you can say that, but you bring up a good point in that what you were doing is like drinking was the only thing that there seemed like there was to do in university. And, and a lot of that, like one of my biggest pastimes now is golfing. And, uh, and that's something that I just wouldn't have the money to do or even ability. Like a lot of people don't even have vehicles to drive to something like that. So there are a lot more pastimes once you have a job, um, you're having a steady, steady income coming in that also you find, Hey, maybe I like this a little bit more than, than what I used to do in university. And that's another, another big thing. And, and it's also like, I find like when you're a kid, there's lots of high energy outlets and once you get once you get to university unless you're an athlete like an actual athlete competing some people do you know house leagues and stuff but in terms of like whenever i want i can let off steam like literally from a physical standpoint drinking has this adrenaline mentality as well and like i'm now struggling to figure out how to get that because i don't party i don't let my steam out and i still i still need a high level of output right Got like I do some like meditation and low level calming stuff, but I need that adrenaline outlet as well. And and yeah, drinking serves that purpose, um, for better or worse. And it's because I had like lots of activities I did in addition to school, I was very productive. But you want something that you can really just let loose, but let loose doesn't mean like let loose means kind of just let yourself be free. And the alcohol helps with that. And a setting with alcohol helps with that. But I mean, I'd love to just have a week a week with some friends that I know really well, and we all do whatever the F we want all week. That would be so freeing, right? And that's why people love vacations. And the drinking is like, it really, it brought a lot of this together. And it seemed like the best option at the time. Yeah, well, that's interesting because because then you go to post-university and you're like, because I agree with that point. I'm just trying to think, as you mentioned it, what is my 
post-university like adrenaline like rush like what am i what's that high intensity activity and i to be honest can't think of very many things that i do like i don't have that substitute in my life so it's, it's interesting i don't know if that is just a change in personality that naturally happens as you get a bit older um but i yeah i i just can't think of a single thing at top of mind like obviously still like to have some drinks with my buddies and and you let loose every once in a while but that's that's not a regular occasion by any means there you just you just feel tired if it's, if it's a regular occasion is what i found yeah and so i want to ask about that yeah i don't think everyone has to still have that right personalities change and stuff shifts i'm just a very high energy guy and i like when work gives me that like being addicted to my work and like but I, I want like a room with 30 people who are all like running for the same goal or whatever it is. But I want to ask you about kind of your, your relationship with drinking now, I suppose, because to me, I have this mindset um, of like, okay, getting drunk, having a few drinks, getting tipsy and stuff, cool. But, you know, adults shouldn't get drunk. Not, I'm not even saying drunk the way we used to get really messed up. Um, but like, to me, it's like, like, yeah, there's some sort of limit and uh, still like, oh no, I can be tipsy, but not drunk or something. And I'm, I'm interested in your thoughts. And, and if you, cause you say you let loose, you have a good kind of banger cottage weekend or whatever it is. And like, what, why do you still like that? Well, uh, you know what I, I mean, maybe it's just like reliving the glory days to put it kind of thing. Like, like, Oh, you know what? We don't do this too often. Let's, let's all just let loose and have a good time kind of thing. But like, it, it, yeah, I think the big thing now is just like obviously being socially responsible and like put yourself in a situation where, yeah, maybe you're at a cottage, you're not going anywhere and you're just getting together with a, with a bunch of friends, just in the, like, just to have a good time kind of thing. We're all in the, under that same mentality. Like you're not trying to force anything really. It's just, um, you just, you, yeah, you just a change of pace from your regular nine to five work week or whatever, whatever you're happening to work. Um, I like, and I don't look down on any person that, that still likes to live, live like that and do it all the time kind of thing. And I'm just like, you know what? If I can, if I can maybe a weekend or two a month can, can arrange something like that. I think that's what I need to keep my balance in my current, in my current life. Right. Um, because yeah, I do work hard like during the week. So it, it's nice that, uh, to just, to just kind of relax and, uh, and go wild. I guess if you can, if you say that on the weekend. Okay. That's interesting. One thing I want to highlight, it's kind of an aside is you yeah. mentioned how like yeah, if everyone's in at the cottage and everyone's in the same mindset and like it's, then it's just like you guys can all, everyone can just be like free, right? And loose. And I want to highlight that the two examples I brought up, dusted and boat racing, the reason they were the best events and the reason why people loved them was because everyone was there with that mentality. We're all just here to have, get drunk and have a good time. Whereas at keggers, at a lot of traditional drinking environments, clubbing and so many other things, there's so many issues with people having agendas and fights and like so many problems where it's like this, it's like, it was almost like a safe space, right? It was almost like a, everyone's here to just drink and have a good time. And if you're in a bad mood, why are you here? Right. Yeah, and, yeah. and it was very kind of holistic in a, in an odd way. And, and maybe that's the way that I feel like I haven't changed, changed at all is because, because back then I'm the same way. Those are my favorite events. I wasn't a huge fan of, of going to clubs for that probably exact same reason, right? 
And the best part about that was the camaraderie, everyone there to have a good time. You're all, you're all like, yeah, the, the person you meet different people there too. That that's cool. But everyone having kind of that same agenda and not a care in the world kind of thing was probably the best part about those events. Yeah. I have like some very positive memories. I mean, some other time if, if, People, uh, if viewers are interested, we can talk about war stories from how ridiculous these events got as well. Um, yeah. But I'm really interested to ask the question, do you think there's a problem with this as the culture for young people? Because that's kind of the headspace I'm coming from. And I came in with kind of more of an agenda that that's what we discussed. But I found this really fascinating and more fascinating um, than I would have, uh, than the original you know, plan in my head would have been. But I'm interested because, you know, we said like, this is what kind of the media tells us university is. And I went and I was like, this is what I was looking for. And there were other people looking for that. And eventually you figure out you can just create it. Um, but there's many other options. I had many friends who didn't understand it and stuff. And so do you think like it's a good thing? And like, because I struggle to know, would I want my kids doing this? Is this valuable? Like, shouldn't they find healthier ways to let loose and that sort of stuff. So I'm really interested in your thoughts. Yeah. I mean, you know what, like there's definitely things that everyone has regrets and they're just like, why did I get so drunk that one night and do this? Or like, I made myself look like a fool this one time kind of thing. But to be honest, I, I feel like it does have merit, like, uh, like having that lifestyle. And there's a lot of, I mean, there's a lot of negatives, as I mentioned, but there's a lot of positives that you develop, like as, as your person through these events kind of thing. And like one of the biggest ones is obviously being able to learn the balance in your life and, and how to get your work done, how to fo- like when you need to focus. And uh, I mentioned earlier, knowing your limits and kind of like learning your yourself, learning your body a little bit more. Uh, like these are all, I think, important things that I developed through these events kind of thing. Uh, the the other big thing is I, I think I also touched on it briefly before is just like the people that I met I at these events we were having such a good time together that I built strong relationships to this day that I'm still talking to them on a regular basis and hanging out with them and uh, and we don't go as hard as we used to go but it, it's uh, we still have like we still have that bond and we still have our stories too. Because, I mean, when you run out of things to talk about, you still have stories. You always have stories. And, yeah. and that's, and yeah, that's, that's the main thing for me. I don't think I would, I don't think I would really do it differently. I think, and even in future years, I would hope that people would try to get a balanced experience um, between work, between friendships, between partying, between uh, really trying new things, to be honest, too. That, that's a, that's a big part of it, too, because it's in those four or five years that gives you the opportunity to try a lot of these new things that you maybe weren't exposed to wherever you grew up or living with your parents that like that, like that would never be an option until you moved away and, and had these opportunities presented to you. So that's really interesting. And this is like hugely helpful to me generally too, because it's very much not the perspective I had. Right. Um, really? Yeah. Cause I just, had like a very negative view of it, right? Like that's not the optimal culture. That's not the optimal use of time. But I hadn't, when, as soon as you say it, I think, yeah, I learned so much and I can't even think of a different environment that would have allowed me to learn that much about myself and that much about interactions with people. And like that eco, like I almost had like 
the grass is greener mindset. Like there must be something, but I couldn't think of it. And so I just kind of had a negative space. But what you've said actually does provide a lot of benefit. And I also think like I was way over the top personally. Like I I pushed myself potentially too far too often. And it became yeah. kind of like a game. And I and I have a hard time separating my experience from like the average experience, which is fair enough. But the way you've painted it has literally changed my perspective in over this conversation. So it's really yeah. valuable to me. The, the interesting thing is that like, I could probably, if I took the time, I could probably make a very long list of things that would fall under you. It's just like, there was no benefit to this activity. And if I had like that omniscient view and I could ca- catch myself in the time of, I'd be like, why would you do this when you could do this instead? And you'll be so much happier in the long run kind of thing. But I feel like if you were to skip out on all of that, you would lose a lot of those things that I, that I mentioned kind of thing. So you probably have to learn the hard way. You do a bunch of things that you're like, well, I'm going to regret this for a long time. Or, uh, but the positives that you do take out and the things about you learn about yourself, I think are probably just as important as, uh, and cancel out a lot of those negative things. Yeah, hundred percent. And I think it's that, yeah, that process of actually growing up. Right. And, and it's just a matter of, you know, I guess diving deeper into, is this the best environment for it or not? And I think there are issues that can arise, but for the most part, I have a, I mean, I was very involved in a lot of different things and I have a hard time thinking of anything that helped me develop personally as much, right? Uh, even with me going, in my view, way over the top sometimes. Um, it's really interesting. Uh, and it's, yeah, it's being able to start controlling those those decisions and shifting and stuff. And it's rare that the students I know who just went to class every day and did nothing else, they didn't develop much over university. And it could be they didn't need to. Maybe they were more settled in themselves generally. But I think for a lot of people, you need, again, we said earlier that you need that chaos. You need to go explore. And as Jordan Peterson would say, make the order out of the chaos. And there's very few opportunities that are allowed in our culture even for that. And so it makes sense that this is something that um, that allows that. And, and there's also this sense of adventure. When you're dealing with any other people, you have no idea what's going on. And so you put 50 people together, 100 people together in that sort of environment, it you have to react. You have to be thinking. You have to actually learn how to deal with chaos really well. Um, and so I, that's that's very interesting to me. And and well, it's it's hard to quantify too. Like maybe I would have grown naturally in all these all these things. I would have met my my good friendships that I met in university without having to go to parties, without without drinking and 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 going over those those events that we did. But personally, I feel like they did offer offer those those growing experiences kind of things. So it's um, it's. In hindsight, maybe if you went back and did it another way and it turned out better, I'd have a better understanding, but you can't do it like that, right? You got right. Yeah, and I, and I think that's where, what I'm struggling with is trying to understand it because very much like I had the one culture and now the culture at large is telling me that culture is wrong. And I'm trying to figure out the balance because it certainly wasn't perfect. Um, and this has really helped me understand that there were some benefits as well. And you don't need to throw the baby out with the bathwater, let's say. Yeah. So, and, and, and I'm in that next stage, right? Where now we're at 
like in that young professional stage kind of thing. But then like the stage after that, I guess, is, is like getting married, having kids, maybe you grow and get a different view again in that next stage, right? That, that could also happen. And maybe in that stage is where you get into more of that parental role. You're thinking, you know what, that didn't have any benefit kind of thing. But being only six years out of university, I still see the merit. I still see the merit in my current day where, you know what, it's nice to just escape their regular pressures at work and, and, and get together with all, all your same buddies that you, you met in university and, and blow off some steam that way. Yeah, I think that's fair. And it'll be interesting to see as, as we become parents and stuff, because yeah, like the relationship I had with my dad and the way he would talk about his university ish experience and like that kind of stuff. It's, it's really interesting. So hopefully we can talk about this another time as well and other topics too. This is, I've really enjoyed this. But uh, before we sign off, do you have a memory you want to share? Do you have a drinking memory you think is interesting or worth sharing with everyone? Uh, to be honest, like one of the best memories was probably that that one boat races where the first time I hoisted the trophy. Because like you're just like all that beer that we just drank was worth it. I'm touching the trophy like that. It took me like three or four years, I think, in a practice to get there. But like. That hard work, I know it, most people will look at it and be like, well, you didn't actually get anything. You just drank a lot of beer and got to hoist, hoist a trophy. But it's like, well, I worked three years on this. So it might not be anything on paper. It might not be useful in the practical real world. But you know what? At that time, I was pretty happy. <laughs> Perfect. Thanks, Pete. I really appreciate this. Uh, thank you very much. Yeah, no problem.